If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always, rocking the wonderful Sad Boy Season hat and repping our Indiana Hoosiers, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. Hoosiers. What's up, Pat? It's a big game today. It it certainly was. Apparently, our boys can get up for an 11.30 game. Two days in a row? Yeah, bro. Hey, but that should solidify us in the college basketball national or the march madness tournament assuming that nothing crazy happens and like teams that weren't planning on getting in steal automatic bids and stuff like that but get what was it bellarmine spot (laughs) yeah exactly and joining us as always the voice of god the green goblin himself diz diz welcome in buddy Hey, thanks, Patty. Did we just uh, did we prove that if you watch our team's games, we win? Are you are we are we changing you from a fraud fan? Because I know you're at the IU Michigan game. I was at the IU Michigan game, and we certainly have better luck when I am in attendance. That does would not. Would you have not watched? Would you have not watched because you're a fraud fan? No, if I. You I were not at the game. I would have watched because we would have had it on at work. Uh I see. I see. I don't get Big Ten Network at home, which means I did not watch the Illinois game today. I watched it at the office with my my coworker. It was pretty electric. Go Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. That's right, baby. Um, all right, let's get right into it. And I, I, if we would have had an episode yesterday, we would have talked about it yesterday. But we're talking about it today. Baseball is back we are we are getting a full 162 game season diz uh, opening day has been moved to april 7th i think originally it's around like march 31st april 1st so it's they're really just pushing uh opening day back a week who cares love it yeah uh spring training games actually start march 17th so uh, the players basically have a week to get down to spring training and get ready to go, and uh, they're going to start games right away, starting March 17th. Um, now, there were some uh, changes to the to the game and to the, some of the things that, hap- that are happening this season. So, uh, Diz, the big one, I think, uh, Universal DH has been approved. So, no more pitchers having to hit. Yeah, I support that. Do you support that, Patty? Absolutely. As a National League baseball fan, it, it's been long overdue. Um, you know, the, the pitchers should just focus on pitching. Let the big hitters hit. Um, you know, e- even the best pitch. I think it. Go ahead. My bad, my bad. I was just going to say, I think it's good for the game. You have more runs scored. You have more entertainment, you know. And I think that's the biggest win. My only, the only thing I'm a little upset about is I think what was fun about it was that the coach had to make a decision regarding the pitcher, 
And I thought that was always fun, you know, in the fifth, sixth, or seventh innings, if your pitcher's throwing a gym, but you got guys in scoring position, you kind of got to make that choice. And as a Reds fan, I hated that choice. No <laughs> doubt about it. Once we went to the bullpen, I knew we were toast. Yep. But that was kind of always intriguing for me. I know most fans would rather see a home run, and I think I would as well. But um, I, I'm going to miss that strategic element of it, but I think it was the right move for sure. Yeah, there, there's certainly a, a strategic element to it. And I wonder if this uh, move will essentially get rid of the double switch. Uh, uh, I still think there may be a need for a double switch. I, I, I think mean, it'll happen do... less frequently because I think you could do it for like defensive purposes, right? Like maybe you yeah. have a guy that's really, really fast but can't hit to save his life, a.k.a. Billy Hamilton. Um, and so, you know, pull him in a double switch instead of a pitcher. But, uh, I, I think it definitely, the usage of the double switch is going to go down dr- dramatically, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I think it's still going to happen, but it's not going to be as often for sure. Um, they expanded the playoffs, uh, from 10 teams to 12 teams. So they added one team to each division. And now, Diz, instead of the instead of there being a wild card game where a one one game winner takes all, they have a three game wild card series for those spots. I will say, of everything that came out of this, I am upset by this. How do you feel about that, Pat? I I don't I don't hate it, you know, because a lot of times these wild card teams they'll come in, they'll win that one game. And then they'll go lose the next series in four straight games because they could have won on like a fluke one game thing, you know. So I think this makes it more so the best team moves on. But granted, you know, that's what makes March Madness so exciting. That's what makes a lot of sports more exciting when you have like a one game playoff to make things more interesting. I think the one game playoff was great for small market teams because in the MLB, Without a salary cap, you know, and mm-hmm. I just watched Moneyball last night, so this is why I'm saying this. But, you know, the Dodgers are in it every year. Um, Yankees are always making pushes. And th- nothing against that. I'm okay with the big markets dominating. I think it's actually good for the sport. But the one-game wild card was huge for small market teams, and I'm a Reds fan, and we're always, like, not going to win that division anyway. So it was always hype for us to, you know, to have one chance to make the playoffs. And personally, just – even if the Reds weren't in it, which they were only in it one time and they lost, that game was electric no matter who was playing. It was like game seven energy for two good teams, good, not great teams. Like it was almost it was almost my favorite game to watch. I think I've said that on a recent or not a recent pod, but the last time there was the wildcard matchups, we we had a podcast that day and I was absolutely juiced. I think that's some of my favorite baseball to watch. So I'm sad that's gone. I really think uh, I, I'm really going to miss that. Yeah, and, and and you make an interesting point, too, because, um, you know, you get that Game 7 atmosphere, and you get it at the start of the playoffs. So before you even get into the first full series, you have, like, win-or-go-home type action. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it's kind of like March Madness or hockey where – Baseball is a sport like that, too, where if a team gets hot at the right time, they can be dangerous, you mm-hmm. know, especially in a 162-game season. Sustainability is what gets you the best record, but the team that's playing the best in late September, October, is the team that can win the World Series. So 
if you have a team that has made some moves around the trade deadline or has gotten hot or their bats pick up or whatever the case may be, those are teams that I want to root for. Those are teams that I want to see have a chance and not the team that can spend more money. But it is what it is. I'm still excited about it. I'm still excited baseball's back. And of everything that we're everything that was agreed upon, I'm okay with this, but I'm just I just I disagree with it, I think is is where I'm at. Yeah. Um and then I have a couple more things on here too, Diz. So they finally got rid of that stupid seven inning doubleheader thing. You know how last year, if there was ever a team that had to play a doubleheader in a game, they would play two seven-inning games instead of two nine-inning games? Diz, did we lose you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me? Yeah. But, so was it two nine-inning games now? Correct. Which My may... only... Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm certainly okay with this. My only thing there is uh, it burns pitchers and... I loved the thought of the 14-inning total that Big Mike introduced, and I feel like that would never happen with two nine-inning games because they're two full games. They would never combine for a run total. But I doubt the 14-inning total would ever happen anyways. I just thought that was a really cool idea by Mike. Yeah, but that means I get two first five bets per doubleheader instead of zero. I don't have to bet full games ever again. That's big time. So... For selfish reasons for me, big fan of getting rid of the seven-inning games. And then finally, probably the most stupid rule of all time, they got rid of the runner starting on second base in extra innings. So we are officially back to just regular baseball. If it goes into the 10th inning, we're just playing an extra inning. We don't have extra runners on base. We don't start with outs or anything like that. It's just another inning. I will say, I kind of, I like this rule at a certain point. I think maybe 10th, 11th innings, if, if, I, if I were to make this, if I were to call this, I think 10th and 11th innings are just like any other inning and you don't start someone on base. But then like 12th inning, 13th inning, that's when you put a guy on second. Other, th other than that, it feels like, uh, beer league softball overtime or extra <laughs> innings rule. Yeah. Because we're on a softball team and that's what happens. Yeah. So it's weird to see MLB doing that. But I will say there are some games that are like 19 innings where it's like, okay, can we just put someone on second for Christ's sake? Which yeah. I understand that part of it. But let the 10th and 11th innings be normal. So I'm okay with it going back to normal. But I feel like there's going to be one or two games this year that goes to like 14 innings plus. Mm hmm. And then these guys are going to make the argument that, oh, we need to put someone on second. No, you don't need to put someone on second. Just put someone on second in the 12th inning when everyone wants to go home or kids are falling asleep or whatever the case may be. No one wants to see a 14-plus inning game because it just means no runs are being scored for five-plus innings. So put someone on second in the 12th inning. That's, my only, that's the only revision I would have with that. I'm glad we're back to how it was, but I'm concerned that we're going to have a few that go deep. Yep, I'm with you. And then I think there was one other thing where um, if they want to make rule changes mid-season, then there's like a board of people comprised of, uh, I believe it's umpires, players, and owners maybe, that they can make rule changes in the season. They have like, they, they can bring it to the board and the board has like 45 days to approve it or something. So there is something where they could get rule changes in quicker and throughout the season. But other than that, I think that... Uh, 
pretty much sums up everything that changed. Diz, did I miss anything or anything you want to talk about before we uh, move on? I just want to add on that last thing. I think it's really cool that they do that, <laughs> that they implemented that, that like rule changes can be made mid-season. But we just saw, <laughs> we just saw how hard it is for players and owners to agree on something. Was that just like a, was that just like a, oh, we can change rules mid-season. We're going to put this in to make fans happy, but we know that we're never going to agree on a change. I mean, it, it very well could be. Or you could just do... That just makes me laugh. That just makes me laugh. Like, oh. you're not going to agree on a rule change in the middle of the season. You can't agree on anything. Players and owners are not on the same page, ever. Or does it take the power out of Bob Manfred's hands and so he can't make a spider tack change middle of the season without getting approval from players and owners and whatever. My concern is if he doesn't have that power, then spider tack would have been a thing for the entire season because players and owners wouldn't have agreed upon it in a fast way. I'm not saying Rob Manfred should have all the power in the world, but I think when you, when you use the spider tack analogy, I think we're all, I think, the game benefited from banning spider attack. I mean, do you disagree with that? No, I'm I'm okay with it. But from a viewer or fan's perspective, we want to see more home runs, not uh, – well, I guess – so if we got rid of spider attack, we saw more home runs, less uh, right. strikeouts and less pitchers dominating. And as an under better, you know, uh, I, like, I like the pitchers having some advantages. But um, – and then – I don't think this got passed, but I wonder if it's going to be brought up soon. There was talk about banning shifts in baseball, Diz. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm, I've heard both arguments, and I'm really on the fence. I see both sides of each argument. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to deflect this back to you, and I hate to be a yes guy here. <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of you, but I want to know where you're at. I don't, I don't mind shifts. I, I think it is a strategic play and i think that if it forces the offense to make adjustments that's okay um you know too often do people say like oh well you're stacking the the cards in the in the favor of the defense well if the defense has a scouting report read and they adjust accordingly then it's up to the offense then to come back and make it change that way like I, I kind of likened it to uh, playing zone in the like in basketball, right? Uh, zone was probably never a thing back in the day, and then the first person that was like, hey, let's do a zone, let's make them think about it, let's try to slow down some offense. You know, I'm sure there was people back in the day that said, oh, we need to ban zone. There shouldn't You shouldn't be allowed to play zone in any kind of basketball. So I, I, don't, I don't think we should ban the shift, but I'm, I'm curious as to what your, your take is, Diz. I just heard a really good take about how this shift has created this era of baseball where it's home run or strikeout. Oh, I did hear that too. That is a good point. So you have these guys when there's seven people on the only part of the field he can hit it, the only chance he gets a hit is if he hits a home run. And I think it kind of this issue in baseball where we have these these guys who are so reluctant on home runs, they're like boomer bust. The mm -hmm. defense, like lay a bunt down third base. But at the end of the day, it's like 
the game is hurting itself with the shift. So I think I lean on the side of let's ban of the home runner strikeout guy. Maybe there's one or two home runner strikeout guys on a team, but I hate for most of the league to be like that. And I think that's where it could go if you don't ban the shift. So I'm okay with banning the shift. That may be a hot take, but once I heard that argument, I totally swayed. I was like, holy shit, that's such a good point. And when you can directly correlate that to the shift, it's like, holy shit. I was mind blown when I heard that take. Um, I'm okay with, I'm okay with banning the shift. I just want to touch in real quick here. I don't know much about baseball, but the NBA actually did have zone defenses banned from the 102 season, Pat. And I, I recalled that. they. I know for a while there, the NBA did ban it. Um, for like 60 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, uh, I mean, there's still there's still a defense of three seconds, right? So yeah. in essence, they indirectly banned it. Well, you do see some teams playing junk defenses these days, but it was actually outlaw or you know against the rules to play zone defense until a one o two season. Yeah, but I, it's a very good uh, take, Diz. I mean, it, we're definitely in a home run strikeout uh, league now. And it almost sounds like, you know, you're between a rock and a hard place, right? No matter which way you look at this, if one, if the offense or whoever just made one simple change to their game, then you could adapt to whatever is decided. So, in your argument, if we keep, the, if we ban the shift, right, then they can just, you know, hit normal and whatever. If we don't ban the shift and allow the shifts, all they have to do to adjust is just, you know, try to go opposite field or, you know, lay a bunt down. So I, I think there's ways where uh, no matter what happens, if a slight adjust, adjustment to the game, to the offense's game could solve any problem or deal with what's happening. But anyways, we're, you know, we're just here to talking into microphones, chatting it up with each other. We don't know anything, but uh, we, we can have a good conversation from time to time. Sports betting by dummies. It's in the name, folks. Bingo. All right. Let's review our dumbest dummy picks from Monday. Diz, you did not send me yours, so I'm going in blind to this. But for me personally, I went one and six. But, of course, because of the odds that I bet, I actually was positive one unit on uh, Monday. Volume shooter. Yep. I was 0-2. I thought I sent that to you. My bad. Um I believe I'm still positive, but yeah, I'm not looking great. So in the competition, I am up nine units and Diz is up 0.33 units. So yes, Diz, you are still afloat, my guy. I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Who sings that song, Pat? Oh, God. Put me on the spot. Tyler? I want to watch Pat struggle here. I'm singing it. I just don't know who actually sings it. Uh... Oh God, it's recent. Um, I I I can't I can't it's figure. It's not Scott Stapp. I know that's what you're thinking. <laughs> it's not Scott Stapp. It, no, it is not. Let's play ball. It's game day. Um, you get him, Diz. Let him have it. Do not know it. I think I. <laughs> I'm not eighty percent sure. I was really hoping Tyler would make me a hundred percent sure. Tyler knows what it is. 
I it's Gavin DeGraw, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, I wouldn't Hell have yeah. got that. Okay. I was I was pretty sure too. I was really hoping Tyler was like, Oh, it's Gavin DeGraw. I was like, Yeah, 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 I knew that. I just wanted to watch Pat's like you don't have him on cams, but like it physically hurt Pat to <laughs> not know who that was. Just my brain just always... melted. I don't always physically hurt people, but when I do, it's mentally. I prefer Pat. Yeah. Speaking of, have you guys, Diz, did you start playing Hurdle? Yes, dude. That was sick. That was sick. I really enjoyed that. I almost didn't get it, though. I'm not a little Nas X guy. Well, that's like his newest song. Like, it literally just came out. But it's it's way, it's probably ten times more front, more fun than Wordle. Tyler, are you aware of what Wordle is? I know what Wordle is. So there's a variation of it that is called Hurdle, H-E-A-R-D-L-E, and they play the first second of a song. And then it, you, you type in the search or, like, whatever. It's so like maybe you don't know, like, the exact song title, but you know, like, who it's by or whatever, and you can probably get there and guess to it. But if you – for every guess that you get wrong, it plays another second to the intro. And you can get up to 16 seconds of the intro to a song before you lose for the day or whatever. But uh, it's it's way better than Wordle. You, you heard it here first. It is, it is very fun. And just someone who takes a lot of time into listening to a lot of different genres of music. And like me and my friends, we play games of like guess the artist or guess the song and all that type of stuff. It is a blast. I really... I do recommend, but I'm honestly, I'm really anxious about the time I miss one because I'm going to be heartbroken. I feel like Wordle's pretty easy from like, I mean, like if you're bad at Wordle, I'm sorry, but Wordle's pretty easy (laughs) (laughs) in my opinion. I mean, the song yesterday, like I, I barely knew it and I'm just worried I'm not going to, it's going to be a country song yeah, or like a super new pop song that I'm just not listening to. Right. So well, I'm 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 very anxious, but it is a lot more fun. I will agree with you. That that's what makes it more difficult too is the fact that the the number of songs out there that it could be, right? Like could it be like a 70s song? Could it be a a country today's hit song? Like there's so many different options that it's it, I imagine I will miss quite a few of them, but nonetheless, let's get back on track here, Diz. Uh do you want to go first with your competition bets, or do you want me to go first? Shit. Hold on. I got to find my post-it note. Oh, no. It's 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 in the depths of the I car. I think I remember my bets. I think I remember my bets. All right. I got. I took a college basketball oh, yeah. boost on FanDuel. It was, uh, it was minus 120, jumped up to plus 150. Okay. So we're calling it a Martingale, $5 Martingale, because I hit my last one. Uh, it's Duke, Kansas, and Kentucky all to win tonight, which I know March Madness is upon us, but simply not overthinking it. It is a Martingale minus odds to plus odds, so I'm riding with that. Then I have another college basketball parlay. I got Wisconsin Moneyline here in about five minutes, and then I got uh, over Michigan State, and then I got Purdue over Penn State, which Purdue over Penn State is like minus 450, but I, I'm I'm certain Purdue is going to win this game. I'm absolutely certain Purdue is going to win this game. Absolutely. Wisconsin certain, just Tyler. needs Wisconsin just needs to beat Michigan State. I get plus 101 value. So two bets plus one uh, plus 150 and plus 101. Trying All right. To stay above ground. Timeout. Question. Yo. 
earlier today you had requested that one of your dumbest dummy bets was Illinois oh, minus. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Let's go! I'm one and zero already, baby. No. Oh, no, I didn't. No. no I, didn't. I lost it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I lost. that wasn't a part of the two that you missed from last episode. We're counting this as today's, and you already are down one unit. Yeah. Shit. Okay. I forgot. That's that. I don't know why I thought I hit it, too. I thought I had a steal with Illinois. <laughs> well, and as soon as you started talking and you said college basketball, I was like, wait, time out, time out. Uh, uh, such, a, such a roller coaster of emotions. No, that was a joke. He didn't mean that. <laughs> no, of course no, not. I, want, I 100% meant that. I thought that was a great deal. I cannot believe Illinois was only favored by four. So I definitely put, like, $30 on Illinois minus four and a half. Jeez. But hey, Pat, you're not sticking to your unit size, dog. I know. If but That's what I said. if if I'm going to if I have to curse my own bets to get IU to win, I am willing to take that one for the team. Yeah, keep putting thirty banger on them. I'll pay that, you back if we win the natty. That no, that <laughs> won't happen. I will not continue to put thirty on there. I so I was it was in one of my extra accounts. It was, I think it was my bet MGM account. I had $30 left in that account, and I never use it. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's just let's just clean this bad boy out. Let's put 30 on uh, Illinois. Thinking, uh, maybe I'll double it to 60 and then withdraw it. And then uh, they lost. So uh, lesson learned. Stick to your unit size, folks. Uh, all right. My competition bets, I have 11. Um, I I have six 31, pl- point, pl- 31 plus point victories, and I have five first baskets. Where should I start? It's more every, more every pot. Can we like nerf this somehow? Can we limit you to like five? Why? I'm it's I am just... I am just as likely to miss all eleven of these and then be losing to you at the end of this as I am at hitting, you know, one or two of these. I don't know. It's oh, a pretty good odds fair. game. It's a pretty good odds game. If he makes fair. eleven. If he makes eleven bets where if one hits he ends up positive on the night, like So there there are five of these tonight where if it's only the one I hit, I end up losing units. Can I guess one of them right now? Absolutely. Celtics plus thirty one. Bingo. That that one I have Celtics thirty one plus over the pistons tonight at plus six fifty. I knew that. The the I rest of that. them the rest of them are first baskets. I, I added the first baskets late because I didn't get the info until right before the show started. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the 31-point victories. I like the Timberwolves over the Magic at plus 2,200. The Hawks over the Clippers at plus 2,800. The Heat over the Cavs at plus 2,700. The Grizzlies over the Knicks at plus 1,600. And then probably my favorite one tonight, the Hornets over the Pelicans at plus 5,000. For t- tonight, Tyler, for the Pelicans, both McCollum and Ingram are out. Ooh. Yeah. Last, Ooh, who's the... the last game when Ingram didn't play, they lost to the Magic by 16 points. Yikes. So now add that in with the fact that uh, McCollum is out as well. I don't know who's going to score for the Pelicans other than Valanciunas. So... Uh... Herb Jones. Her- Herbert Jones is a baller, but I don't know that he can put up more than 25 points. What do you mean? He averages like a whole... 
nine and a half points a game. I was going to guess 11, so I was pretty close, yeah. I just like his name. Herbert Jones is a fantastic name, for sure. Herb Jones. Maybe that's what I should name my kid. Herb. Herb. Yeah, hey, hey next pod, can we have a... Uh... Can we have a segment where we name Pat's child? <laughs> so, legitimately, so Rachel was or in here. Or we place bets. Or we place Herb bets. Parlays so, is a fine name. That's that's what I was going to do with the whiteboard. So I have the whiteboard hanging up in the in the on the wall over here and Rachel was in here earlier and I was like, what if we just wrote the names, the possible names up there and then assigned odds to those names? And then started a betting pool throughout the family and everything uh, while doing that. Herbert Tiago parlays. I like it. Just just a thought. We might actually do that coming up. We'll see what happens. But anyways. That's but, a YouTube one. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. in the dead spot. I'm in the dead spot, but can you name him something after gambling? Like cash or something, cash. I don't like. like I don't like naming the kid cash. I I know a few people have named their kid cash. I can't do it. I I cannot do it. What about first name Martin, middle name Gale? <laughs> yes. Martin Gale yes. parlays. Marty Gale. Yeah, Marty Gale parlays. After. I like it. I like that Diz. a lot. <laughs> a name after Diz's own heart. Yeah. There you go. Um, but the rest of my dumbest dummy bets are all first baskets. I do like Jonas Valanciunas to get the first basket in that Pelicans game at plus 400. Um, and then I like Duncan Robinson of the Heat to get the first basket at plus 650. Desmond Bain of the Gri- Desmond Bain of the Grizzlies at plus 950. I guess all these first baskets are technically low enough where if it's the only one I hit, I don't end up positive. But uh, then I like uh, Jay Crowder at plus 700 for the Suns. And our boy LeBron James at plus four seventy in the Lakers game. Jay Crowder, where'd that one come from? So he actually uh, gets a decent amount of first baskets for the Suns. Let me see if I can pull up the numbers here real quick. Nope, that's not the one. This is what the people want. They want the reason behind it. Yeah, absolutely. So if I look at Phoenix's numbers, Chris Paul excluded, um, Jay Crowder has the most first-team shots on the Suns at 32%. So every third first shot or every third first shot from the Suns comes from Jay Crowder. He's actually leading the team with first-team field goals at 30%. And he's leading the team in first game field goals at twenty one percent. Good value then, because you said plus seven plus seven hundred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes with these first baskets, a lot of people will levitate to the big name players. So we're talking Devin Booker for the Suns. We're talking LeBron James of the Lakers. If you don't look at the the numbers behind it, then you can miss out on some good value picks. Also, breaking news, Clayton Kershaw back to the Dodgers. For what it's worth. I mean, we of Clayton Kershaw working at a Raising Canes. <laughs> I, I, I saw that there was... Rachel told me about it. My wife, she said something about a commercial where he was uh, 
it was during the lockout and Clayton Kershaw was like working at some restaurant or somewhere. I assume that's what Diz is talking about. And they called him Clayton Coleslaw. Yes. That's right. Yes. People, people are funny. They're clever when they have some free time. I feel like we forgot something off the top here though, Pat. What is that? NFL news regarding our Indianapolis. Oh my God. See, this is why we need you, Tyler. I knew I forgot something. Our boy, Carl Wentz. Yo. What? Yo, can we can we hit group best bets and then we'll end on Wentz? Oh, I forgot. Okay. We we do have group best bets. Um, and we also Damn it, them... Tyler. That was going to be my what I have to add at the end of the pot. Oh, my bad. I... Jeez. Pat went Bob. right into the best. We were talking about sports, and then Pat's just best bets. I wasn't ready for it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're all over the place. It's Friday. What do you guys expect? But uh, group, we'll go group best bets. So as a group, we went one and two on Monday. As a group, we are still up 0.38 units, so we're barely alive, just like Diz is. Um, what what are we feeling? I mean, I know what I'm feeling. I am feeling. Well, I don't even know if the line's up yet. Um, dang it! I I don't. Is can we? I don't think the line's up yet. I want. I really want to take Iowa and whatever spread against IU tomorrow. Hey, we're gonna let you do that, but I don't want that to be a best bet. You're owing two so far. Fair. How about the um, the Hornets minus three versus the Pelicans tonight? Say that again. Hornets minus three versus the Pelicans. The one we were just talking where Ingram and McCollum are out for the Pelicans. Oh, oh yeah, I like that one. Though. Only three points seems like the. Yeah, that seems pretty solid. Hornets yeah. have not been good lately. That is true. That's why we need to hear that one again. Um, anything on the ice catcher ideas or anything? A lot of six goal totals tonight. Yeah. Which I, one's your favorite, Patty? So, uh, the one that's at six that I took in my Hail Mary parlay of the day is the Jets Islanders over six. The okay. I, the Islanders won 6-0 last night, cashing their over in that game. So, and the Jets, Jets are hot right now, so I imagine that game will be kind of high scoring. Absolutely. And then I have a curveball for you guys. It's our last one. Okay. How do we feel about the the Vancouver Canucks, the Coochie Whales, uh, money line versus the uh, the Washington Capitals? Now let me let me tell you why. Did you guys see the video that I don't know if it was the team put out, but it was basically the entire Vancouver Canucks team in full jersey, pads, everything, doing army crawls on the ice. I did not see that. They they may never lose another game again. They they put that video out, and then they beat my Montreal Canadiens. Uh, so I I think the Vancouver Coochie Whales, um, I think, uh, got it tonight. So, are we not betting on the Canadians anymore? Like, have we gotten to until further notice phase? 
No, I am still betting the Canadians until further notice, but they do okay. not play tonight. And still, still, still Canadians until further notice. Yes. Yeah, I'm cool with the QQLs. I will send you guys that video after, after the show. But uh, was it like badass? Like, I, oh, no offense, I don't think you described it well. So maybe it wasn't. It was so. It wasn't not like it wasn't an army crawl. I I I think the way to describe it was they're almost in like plank position, but they were like on their skates, like on the tips of their skates, like down in like a plank position, and the whole team was like going forward on their hands and on their tips of their skates. Like it was incredible. I'll show you Is guys like the punishment. I I don't know, but. Regardless, I was a big fan. I'm, I'm confused. I don't know much about hockey, so now now I feel like I have to send this before. Um... No, we'll catch it after the pod. <laughs> we'll talk about it Monday, especially if uh, the coochie whales don't come through for us. All right, do we want to go hail mary parlay of the day, or do we want to talk about Carl? We'll Hail Mary Parlay, Carl. let's end yeah. on Carl. Okay, we will end on Carl then. Um, so, Tyler, I assume you already saw the value of this. I actually did not look this up. Okay, so we have four on the ice, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten on the NBA. So we have 14 legs total, $1 as always. Any guesses on the value, boys? Forty six hundred. Okay, Tyler. I'm gonna drop it low this time. I'm gonna say two K. It is one dollar to win seven thousand seven hundred and ninety one dollars and fifteen cents, boys. Let's go. Let's go. So we'll start on the ice. We got a small slate. I'm going Penguins money line versus the Golden Knights. Wild Blue Jackets over seven. Jets Islanders over six. And Canucks, money line versus the Capitals. And then in the NBA, I got Timberwolves, minus 8 versus the Magic. Hawks, minus 7 versus Clippers. Celtics, minus 14.5 versus Pistons. Heat, minus 7.5 versus Cavs. Grizzlies, minus 9.5 versus Knicks. Rockets, plus 10.5 versus Mavericks. Hornets, minus 3 versus Pelicans. Spurs, plus 6 versus Jazz. Suns, minus 5 versus Raptors. And Wizards, plus 4.5 versus the Lakers. All right, now I'm not going to ask if anyone has anything else because we know we have something else. Our guy, Carl Wentz, shipped out to the Washington commies for a washing machine. That's not true at all. Yeah, it's not true at all. I'm with this here, Pat. You're understanding. We swapped seconds and we got multiple third rounders. Even if those don't amount to players, that is huge for trade capital. The, the, big, the big thing, too is we got rid of Carl's entire contract off our books. That's huge. We got $70 million in cap space. We have the most cap space going into free agency, and by we, we are referring to the Indianapolis Colts. Which I will say I haven't seen Ballard spend a lot of money in free agency yet. Right. I hope he does. If he doesn't, I'm okay with him being gone. I honestly think Ballard's a good GM. He's gotten unlucky. Luck retires eight seconds after he takes the job. He's he's just been fucked. Last year, you know, Wentz had a good season. If we beat Jacksonville, he's fine. 
I, I'll support Ballard. But if you have seventy million dollars, you dump Wentz for what Pat calls a washing machine, and then you don't spend and you don't spend fifty million in free agency on a year when you're going to have the best roster in a long time without a quarterback. I just I, I'm okay with him. I'm okay if he gets fired after that. I support him right now. Go make some moves. Go sign some guys. I don't know who the fuck our quarterback's going to be. Pardon my French mom and dad if you're listening, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we going to do at quarterback? Tyler, what are we doing? Marcus Mariota, maybe? He he, he is one of the options, and that, and that was going to be is my he question. better than Carl Wentz? Uh, he, I don't think he's going to check out of the runs. I think that was the big disconnect with Carl Wentz. Well, he liked it. He liked to check out of the runs when you got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, which probably not, you know, to the fans this may, I know there were a lot of times in that third quarter where we'd have a lead and we'd be like, why are we throwing the ball 20 times in a quarter? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, so a few other rumored names, uh, Jimmy G he's obviously, I think Colts fans probably number one, uh, choice. But he is a – we would have to trade for Jimmy G. So that's, that's where that trade capital comes in from what Diz was saying, what we got from Carl Wentz. Um, another one that I heard that I really actually kind of like is uh, Minshew, Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania coming to Indy. I would heard, be juiced if Minshew was our guy. I've heard Derek Carr, but I've I don't heard think Derek the Carr Colts well. have enough uh, assets to trade him or trade for him without a first-round pick. And Derek Carr has expressed he doesn't want to play for anyone other than the Raiders. Right, right. Um, the Colts really need to look at left tackle in free agency with all that money because Fisher has said he's not coming back to play with the Colts. Yeah, yeah. The Saints' left tackle is a beast, although you got to pay hefty for him. But, hey, we got the money. Fuck it. Let's get Amari Cooper. Let's get that Saints' left tackle. And let's sign my guy, Jameis Winston, and let's win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. If Jimmy Winston came to the Colts and he's eating W's, oh, man. I hate to be this guy. I really don't see a better fit. I would love to right. Minshew, but we, we have to trade for him as well, don't we? Yes, Minshew we'd have to trade for, but Minshew is also a backup in Philly. Um, I think Jameis's biggest issue is the Colts almost need a game manager yes they don't really need someone that's gonna you know winston wants to turn or he wants to make the game win and throw yeah. a lot which who are the this game year... managers well hold on it's, it's jimmy... jimmy g and it's Derek carr and we got to right. trade for him right. we don't have the capital here's here's the thing and one of the things with carl wentz was all we needed for him to do was to not turn the ball over or make the game changing mistake and unfortunately that's what he did Yes, Jameis Winston is probably a better thrower, but the year, the last year that Jameis Winston started a full year, he had the same number of touchdowns as he did interceptions. Is that not correct? 30, 30 and 30 and like 5,000 yards or something? Yeah. He put up numbers, but he put up numbers in every category, good or bad. Correct. So I, <laughs> I would be kind of excited for Jameis Winston, but uh, – Another one that kind of caught my eye, and Pat McAfee had a like a what do you call it a graphic with like available quarterbacks or who people are looking at. Uh, Terod Taylor was uh, an interesting one. I would I would wonder if we would uh, take a look at. I know he's decent. He gets uh, hurt quite a bit, and he's you know that's kind of the biggest issue. But uh, he's had a, str a streak of bad luck. But I think uh, 
Tarad, you know, I think he's a decent game manager. I don't know that he turns the ball over that much. I absolutely love Tarad. He was my Madden quarterback in an <laughs> online franchise with all my friends, and I won with him. I was the Portland Snowhawks. I relocated. A four, I relocated. A, is this exit fucking closed? Whoa! Oh my God. Hey! Hey! Oh, hey! No. I'm hosed. I'm hosed. I'm going to Terre Haute, boys. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Can I take this exit? Oh, I can. There was just an Audi that crashed. We're fine. We're fine. Okay, we're we're back on, and I think we lost pardon, Tyler. Pardon that. Pardon that, guys. Sorry. Pardon my, pardon my French. Pardon we, my French. We need to get Tyler back because another quarterback that has been rumored is uh, Kirk Cousins coming to Indy. I am not opposed to Kirk Cousins, but we ha- we'd have to pay him fat stacks, and I don't want to pay Kirk Cousins fat stacks. I'd rather have Minshew or Bridgewater – or Teddy Taylor, like you said, the game manager who's not going to cost a lot. We don't have to trade for that much. Yeah. What Let's would you, the... if it was Kirk Cousins, but we only had to pay half of his contract, would you consider it? Yeah, absolutely. And then um, another one. So, Diz, this is kind of, I don't know if that's necessarily breaking news, but uh, did you hear about Deshaun Watson today? What happened today? Uh, he is not getting criminally charged for any of the allegations or uh, anything involving all those uh, women. I think – don't the Texans still have him in contract until like 2024 or something? Yes, but Deshaun Watson is not playing another down for the Texans. Well, eh, I say that now, but uh... – even if he doesn't, though, the Texans aren't going to trade him within the division. There's no, no shot. right. I, I I agree with that, 100%. Um, but I just found it interesting. Um, who's uh, who's uh, Dougie Mills? Doug Mills is a quarterback for the Davis Texans. Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Yeah, that's what I said, Dougie Mills. Uh, what? Is that the, a joke? Or yes, just... that is a joke. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Also, you know who I kind of want the Colts to get? Like, I know Amari Cooper is everyone's number one, um, a, a decent left tackle. What What if we go out and we get uh, Bobby Wagner? I'd be all right with that. Did the Seahawks just cut him for cap space? The, the, I don't know what the Seahawks cut him for, but the Seahawks definitely cut Bobby Wagner. So I'm saying, like, hey, you know, get another game record next to uh, Darius Leonard there, and let's uh, – let some things happen. What do you feel about that, Tyler? Well, isn't don't Leonard and Wagner have the same position? I know. Um, I actually, I don't know if you guys noticed my computer crash. I just now got back. Yeah, no, I noticed. I was like, oh god, we lost Tyler. He's gone. He's dead. Uh, yeah, I never saw that one. It just suddenly Windows actually crashed. So that's that fun. A new one. Never seen that one. But uh, oh wait, Bobby like Wagner is a heck of a <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Too again. soon. Too soon. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But uh, Bobby Wagner is a heck of a player, but uh, I don't think you need both of them. Put Darius Leonard they, as an outside linebacker and just. I mean, they just need to find someone to rush the passer full time. Like, Oh, yeah. Fair. Ed, edge really rusher was Chandler definitely. Jones? Chandler Jones? Chandler Jones would be nice. Yeah. You got to pay a shit ton for him, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is Von Miller a free agent? He is, but I can't see him wanting to come to the Colts. He'll no. probably take a pay cut, chilling. You know, he's got, what, two rings now? Yeah. He'll probably take a pay cut, chilling in L.A. Yep. Um, but, Tyler, before your uh, computer crashed, I wanted to ask what your thoughts were on uh, the Vikings sending Kirk Cousins to the Colts. Uh, no one wants to pay Kirk Cousins, man. Well, so... That's a $40 million quarterback. One of the things I asked is, is if we... If we agreed on a 50-50 split of his contract, as, as Colts, I think we would take it. I don't know. Just, like, Kirk Cousins is a fine quarterback statistically, but he will not win you a game. It's just not who he is. Yeah. The man, he's, like, he might work with the Colts. He's very cautious with the ball, but, like, I can't see how, with as aggressive as Frank Reich is on fourth downs. Yeah. Like, Kirk Cousins will check down on like, you know, third and like third and ten on like a must have play. He'll just check it down like or throw it away. Like Yeah. I, I can't imagine if he was on an aggressive team, like he'd probably throw it away on fourth down and just get <laughs> absolutely buried. That's hilarious. And then Tyler, did you hear the Deshaun Watson news? Uh no. All... I heard his trial was today, correct? Correct. And he is not getting criminally charged for anything. So criminally, right? But civilly, or is that a different trial date? That I don't know. But all indications is, or at least my thought, I don't know too much about it. But if he's not getting criminally charged, then he should be able to play sometime Um, this season. I'm not trying to be on my high horse and you know innocent till proven guilty, but like I still don't think I would want him on my team. Interesting. I think there's bad vibes on that. For for sure, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I think there are plenty of teams that would look past that. Obviously, they're not going to trade him in division to the Colts or anything like that. But uh, no. Uh, anyways, Philadelphia though, they got that extra first round pick. Yeah. Hey, hey, if Watson goes to Philadelphia, then we'll take Minshew for nothing. Bingo. Or Hurts. Uh, I don't know that I want Hurts, to be honest. I would take Hurts in a heartbeat. For the cheap? Well, for the cheap, yeah, cheap. probably. But I, I've been hanging around Connor too much, and so, uh, you know, I, I Hurts has got a bad taste in my mouth. But uh, what what if what if the Colts are just rolling with Ellinger? Nah. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh that'd be uh fire Chris Ballard. If if we if roll Sam, with Ellinger if out Sam Ellinger is our quarterback with seven pro bowlers and we miss the playoffs, you're you're failing at your job. I mean I'll defend saw... Chris Ballard until he gets fired or until Sam Ellinger starts at quarterback for us. Are you talking for the entire they... season? I mean he'll start a game or two because someone gets hurt. No, if we purposefully start Sam Ellinger, I'm out. I mean, we heard Easton season for a year, and then he gets in for one, gets in for one play, throws a pick, and yep. see ya. Just like okay, get out. So like, I don't really have faith in the uh, development, the developmental quarterbacks that the Colts like to take. Yeah, I yeah. agree. What if the Colts go out and draft like a Desmond Ritter in the in the third round? I'd love it, but he's. I don't, I don't even think know if he's, he's an gonna... NFL QB, bro. I'll. Oh, I'd be juiced if we drafted him, but 
I just don't know. If, I think he's early second round at this point. We'd have to trade to go get him, and I don't know if we have enough draft capital. I don't know. Um, three day three picks. Maybe. I I have no idea to be honest. Or we got three or whatever or day twos. I don't know. I know we got a lot of third rounds. We got what two third rounds? We swapped the second round, so we got oh. a higher second round pick. And we have our third round and their third round? Yes. I mean, we could use those to move up early second round late first, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know if... Are we really thrilled about any quarterbacks in this draft, though? I would take Ritter. If Ritter's available when we're up in the second round and Sam Ellinger is our quarterback at that point, then yes, we draft him Uh, 100%. Yeah. Sam Ellinger's your quarterback, that's... Just oh, not a good look. What if we uh, what if we brought Jacoby Brissett? Jacoby Brissett's a free agent. What if we brought him I mean, back to Indy? Former Pro Bowl quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, man, I, I love Jacoby, and he was always like a great, just like vibes yeah, he's a guy. Locker room guy. Yeah, he's a locker room guy. I would mm-hmm. love some Jacoby brisket. And he doesn't want to throw the ball deep. No. even though he's got a cannon, like he doesn't want to take chances with it. Miami forced him to. He threw a lot of picks. Uh, Who knows? Why not? Bring him back. I know that'd make Rachel happy. He was always Rachel's favorite player on the team. All right, boys. Smoked Brissette. The smoked Brissette fantasy names. Oh, yeah. All of it. Bring it all back. All right, boys. Anything else we need to get off our chest before we uh, call it a week? Should have spent more on my computer, I guess. Guess I didn't spend enough. <laughs> Classic mix-up. Diz? I'm good, boys. Let's have a weekend. Go Hoosiers, baby. I will Go say Hoosiers. this, though. Uh, Diz, happy early birthday. Uh, I know your birthday is on Sunday. I'll probably wish you happy birthday again on Monday's episode, but I do want to give a shout-out to the Green Goblin. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, March B days. Yeah, everyone has March hey, B day. Also, shout out to our boy uh, Ty. It is his birthday today, so if you do happen to see Ty around, mm-hmm. give him a happy birthday. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. So, is uh, you turn it up this weekend? Hit me up. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Both of you guys, Trev's in town, so if you guys want to come over Saturday night. I think we're uh, going to hit the bars, but there will be some pre-gaming before. So if you guys want to be a part of that, feel free. All right. And then uh, Sunday night at the parents, right, Diz? Sunday night at the parents. Hopefully we're recovered by 5 p.m. on Sunday. At the Parlay house? <laughs> it's not. At, at, at the Podfather's the house, house. The Podfather built. Yeah, that's right. That's That's the one. That's the one. We're not coming to my house. My house is not good for family functions, but... Uh... Diz, I'm sure Diz will have himself a weekend, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear about it on Monday if we're not a part of it. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, check us out on YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces, and you can see the weird faces we make when we uh, get asked what uh, person wrote what song, or you can see what gear we're repping to represent the Indiana Hoosiers. Just go to the YouTube search bar, type in Sports Betting by Dummies. We should be that first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. 
But thank you all for listening. We hope you have a nice, long, profitable weekend, and we will see you all on Monday. Thank you.